Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. Here to talk about it is John Paul Danko, Ward 8 Counselor with the City of Hamilton. JP, good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning, Rick. I've had better Mondays. I can imagine you chatted with the CHML reporter Ken Mann over the weekend, and you said, quote, this is an historic betrayal of residents. How so? Well, the city of Hamilton made a decision to hold a firm urban boundary, and that was one of the most important decisions uh, of our council, certainly, and, and almost any council ever in the city of Hamilton, because it sets the growth pattern for the future of our city for the next 30 years. And that was based on uh, an amazing level of uh, involvement by residents. A uh, survey with over 18,000 uh, replies, uh, over 90% said hold the urban boundary. And that's, and that's what council did. And that's for, you know, for the future, for jobs, for the economy, uh, for, uh, you know, taxpayers, for, <laughs> for the environment. There's so many reasons. And just to have that just unilaterally blown up by the provincial government, not only did they decide that they are going to build houses on every single available acre of farmland in the entire city of Hamilton, they also added parts of the green belt, which they said they would not do. And it just feels like a, an absolute betrayal. Do you feel council's voice has been muted by the Ford government in this uh, regard? Well, we've been completely ignored. Uh, obviously, that wasn't even a close vote. I think it was 13 to 3. Um, and then since then, our staff have been working on the plan that, that council has, has said uh, we are going to proceed with. Um, so not only have we been muted, I mean, <laughs> we've been just completely steamrolled by the Ford government. We know that uh, the developers, members of the Hamilton development industry, have meeting, been meeting directly with the Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing um, at the Empire Club in downtown Toronto, secret backroom uh, meetings. And, you know, that's where it seems that these deals are made and not with uh, the residents who actually vote for their local government. John Paul Danko, Councillor Ward 8, joining us here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML as we talked about the urban sprawl debate and the Ford government's decision to open up some greenbelt lands, which include up to 2,200 acres of land here in uh, Ancaster, Stony Creek, and Glanbrook. What happens now? Does the city have any recourse in this? There's nothing we can do about the official plan. That is set. Uh, not only is it 2,200 hectares, it's also blowing up the secondary plans. So for places like Ancaster, uh, Bimbrook that had height restrictions, those are now, you know, now eight, six to eight stories instead of three stories. Uh, so I think as a council, we will have to look and see uh, with our staff what repercussions or, or what recourse we may take. Uh, that land has to be serviced. We have to have staff that would be assigned to uh, the design and development of that land. And that is under the control of city council. Uh, honestly, I don't see why we would, um, you know, be jumping at the development of this land. So I think we'll look at every opportunity that we have to uh, to see what we can do to make sure that we are as responsible as we can with our future growth. It's it's no secret that more homes are needed in this city and many other cities in this province. In this case, though, obviously the city doesn't have a say as to where uh, homes will be built with these lands opening up, but can the city dictate what kinds of homes are built on these new parcels of land? 
Yes, so that's part of the requirement that we have to come up with a secondary plan. I think the developers are planning that it's going to be all low-rise, basically single-family home McMansions. Um, We'll do our best to be more responsible with that. There's no question that more housing is needed in the city of Hamilton. But right now, we have available land up until 2031 uh, within the current urban boundary, the current, um, current development trends. So there's absolutely no need for this in the short term. Also, councils approved just in this past term um, over 5,000 new housing units per year. So it's not like we're not already uh, working on that, providing more housing. The only question is where we grow and not, uh, not that we're still adding housing. So do you envision the plan right now to build within the city and then once all those lands are taken up by homes to now go after these uh, new hectares of land? We have over 800 hectares of available land right now in the city of Hamilton up to 2031. So that's development for the next 10 years at the current uh, growth uh, plan. So the current, uh, uh, you know, style of housing. Um, so that is, is for sure my preference. I am hoping that would be the preference of council. I don't know at this point what controls we have on phasing. Um, the provincial government seem pretty adamant that they uh, want farms developed into McMansions, and uh, I'm not sure what we can do about that in terms of phasing at this point. Uh, we've got about 30 seconds. Environment Hamilton says this is going to mean car-dependent, unaffordable neighborhoods. Agree? Oh, absolutely. And it's disastrous for the taxpayers of the city of Hamilton because sprawl development is net negative for taxpayers. It costs us money to build these homes. It's a giant Ponzi scheme. The only way it can be funded is by building more and more and more sprawl development, whereas infill development is tax positive for taxpayers. John Poldenko, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.